0: humans, welcome to another podcast. Colin here, your host, Daily Show. Subscribe, get all the stuff, get on the newsletter, colin.coach. Nietzsche for the modern world. It's like Nietzsche, who was a German philosopher, was a few hundred years or 200 or 100, 150 years before his time. Because as I'm reading through some of his quotes yesterday for a book I'm writing, The Better Human book, I don't really have a title yet, but the quotes, so many of his quotes are so prescient to today. I mean, it's it's literally like he was resurrected from the grave uh, or, or traveled into the future or looked at 2020 and then went back to the 1800s. I think it was 1800s. Yeah, I think it was like 1800s, maybe late 1700s. And then infused his writing with these ideas. Now, it could also be said that a lot of the wisdom of man, of humanity, uh, is timeless because... You have human nature, you have psychology, et cetera, right? And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, everything that happened in 2020 is just human psychology. It's mass psychology, it's uh, political powers and the different incentives and all the issues with consolidated power, et cetera. I'm going to read a few these quotes here, give you some stuff to think about, maybe give you a call to action, and then let you go to get back to your day, hopefully better than when you started. All things are subject to interpretation. Whichever interpretation prevails at a given time is a function of power and not truth which is exactly what's going on. Power, control of the mainstream, right? What are the incentives for big pharma and big government? And for politicians, politicians have an incentive to be extra careful, right? Even if it butts up against or violates rights of average citizens because they actually don't have any recourse. Nobody's gonna uh, actually throw them in jail or find them or anything. And if they aren't extra careful, and they go out and take a political risk of saying, I don't buy this, I don't whatever, then they're not towing the line for the federal government and people like Fauci and things like that. And that puts them at a major risk, uh, potentially funding of political rivals. A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people are going to yell at them and try to cancel them, etc. So it's why most of the politicians haven't actually, I mean, they never do. They never stick their neck out trying to talk about what's right. They just go with what everyone else is doing because what everyone else is doing it's like school fish, safety in numbers. If you're swimming with a school of fish, a bunch of the fish are all doing the same thing, moving in the same direction, you're less likely to get eaten. But if you separate from the pack and you're a lone wanderer, well, you're a target for the shark or the predator fish. There are no facts, only interpretations. I would agree with this, but I would also disagree with it because there are certain first principles of physics and math, and there are also certain first principles that we can reasonably deduce that we can build on top of. Right, it's hard to really get there, but there are things like physics. But there are certain things that we can use to build a holistic, uh, well considered, critically thought worldview that we can then reason from. You have your way, I have my way. As for the right way, the correct way, and the only way, it does not exist. That's very true. Uh, I would say there's a better way, though. I say, I would say that for every decision. If you assumed you had all the information, I mean, we don't, we can't ever have it, right? But like we can get the big, big ideas, then we can go with our gut, right? We can go with our intuition. There's always going to be a better way. And the more aware you are of yourself, of the other variables, the better thinker you are, the more first principles thinker you are, the better decisions you're going to make, right? So we should focus on better, not perfect. And definitely my way, your way, right? Like they don't have to coincide. We can still be friends. We can still get along. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they don't want their illusions destroyed. <laughs> oh man. And this is an example of timeless psychology, right? Human psychology, which is why you see political tribalism, you see so much of now it's like vaccine versus not vaccines, mass versus not max. Like it's just it's insanity. It's 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 insanity, but at the same time. It's sane because this is human nature, right? And very few people can think outside themselves. Very few people understand psychology. Uh, even fewer people understand their own psychology. Even people that are literal psychologists are still blinded by their own psychology, their own bias. The higher we soar, the smaller we appear to those who cannot fly. That's such a cool one. That's such an elitist. I, I actually like Nietzsche for being an elitist that he was. I am an elitist, uh, but I'm not one which I blame others or I shun others. Uh, I'm an elitist where I want everyone to join me in my eliteness and my betterment, you know? And it's not an elitist from a perspective that like I'm better or I'm, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, not, I'm not even, it's not even that. It's not even about being better. It's just about being better for myself and better for what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, what you're trying to accomplish and what your goals are in life may not be the same as mine. So if they're better for you and they're better than yesterday, then you're on the right path. You're doing what you need to do. Right, My problem is where we have a very strong divide, a very strong almost line where you have the people that aren't trying to grow, that their entire life strategy, even if they don't realize it, is kind of just staying in the same place, thinking the same things and defending the status quo. There's nothing more repulsive to me than that. Defending the status quo, not critically thinking, not challenging your sacred beliefs or or killing your sacred cows, your darlings. Very few people do that. And what I'm seeing is a divergent in our species. It's happening in real time. You have the unaware, uh, they're getting sicker, they're getting more depressed, more unaware, more indoctrinated. You have the first principles thinkers on the other side. They are likely using technology and convenience and all things around us to get healthier, to stronger, fitter, more financially free, more financially secure, right? Maybe they're buying Bitcoin, etc. That's a whole other topic. But these are all examples of how we're having a major divergence of our species, where we have people that are adapting to our modern environment to get more of what they want, that are getting better. And then you have people on the other side that the environment is shaping them to further devolve them and make them dependent on government, politics, subsidies, etc. The snake which cannot cast its skin has to die, as well with the minds which are prevented from changing their opinions. They cease to be mind. So what he's saying here is you can't evolve your ideas, then your mind ceases to exist, ceases to operate. And then finally, one more quote honestly, these quotes, I'm going to have to do a show on each one of these, right? So if you ever want to send me feedback and let me know which one uh, you want me to cover or any other idea or topic you want me to cover, Colin at wildfoods.co. This is the last one. So the surest way to corrupt a youth is to instruct him to hold in higher esteem those who think alike than those who think differently. You corrupt the young and even yourselves when you believe that people have to agree with you and that it's even ideal for everyone to agree with you. And it's, ideal to only associate with people that think like you. This is a very, very hard thing to be aware of and to resist because even myself, I tend to only wanna be around people. And I would even say that think the same, but they have a similar demeanor. They're not negative, they're not complaining, they're not, neg- um, they're not negative, they're not complaining. They're not downers. They tend to smile a lot, laugh, joke. Those are my kind of people. But that doesn't mean I can't have a civil conversation with those that aren't like that. You know, in fact, there's some that might be like that, that I want to have intellectual conversations with, but maybe I don't want to hang out and like party with, for example. So again, you have to understand the different variables. Uh, you have to embrace thinking differently and having others around you to challenge you. And if you fall into the groupthink narrative, it will hurt you. Like, you will do what everyone else does. And everyone else is not really winning right now. Unfortunately, it's just modern humanity in a nutshell. So that's going to be it. I can go on and on with this topic. Nietzsche, very misunderstood, badass philosopher. I actually want to read more about him. He struggled with major health issues, which I feel like actually forces you to be to be a philosopher. Like, it forces you to go deep and to really think about life and whatever. It just is one of those things. Like, the more struggle and pain and torment inflicted upon a human uh, when he or she adapts, the more greatness that comes as a result of that. This is the Taoist duality of life. And that's a simple reminder of why you should always embrace the struggle and the hardness because That's making you better. Iron sharpens iron. That's going to be it for today. Get on the newsletter, colin.coach for the Better Human Newsletter. Support the show with our favorite sponsor, wildfews.co, better foods and supplements for better humans. Use code WILDCEO for 15% off. I'll see you in the next one.